Welcome to the latest special episode of Five on the Floor. This is Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. A little over a month ago, around the time that Duncan Robinson recorded his 903 in a Miami Heat uniform, I had a chance to speak to Duncan himself as well as Eric Spolster, Kevin Love, and Bam Adebayo about Duncan's resurgence this season. We decided to put these interviews together in a single podcast with limited interruption. This episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use the code 5FIV to get that initial deposit matched up to $100 and also by Water Cleanup of Florida. Check out Michael Robert and his team. Get the leak detection and all the preventative work done. And if something happens, reach out to him after the fact to clean it up. We say about Water Cleanup of Florida, if you've got the schmutz, they've got the guts. You can follow them at WCUFL.com. Again, that's WCUFL.com. And now, today's special episode. Yeah, uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. 600, 700, 800, 900 being the fastest. Uh, I mean, it's, it's always a moment to kind of take a second and reflect. Um, in theory, if I get 200, 300, 400, I should probably get 500, 600, 700, 900. But, uh, I mean, especially with how things kind of went the last year um, and, you know, part of the year before that, you know, it's, uh, it's good to know I'm still on track. Uh, I'd like to get 1,000 and then we can wrap this up after that because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to beat Steph with uh, – <laughs> He started going at the same pace after that, so uh, I'd like to get a thousand. Do you know the pace? I Do don't. I don't. <laughs> I know that I should get a thousand. That's that's basically all I know. Okay. Based off of you know, threes per game or or whatnot. So, um, but we'll see. Did you get the game ball from the other night? No. You have to have someone chase the other Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need. A, I don't need nine different game balls for, for the, the record multiple times. I'd maybe take a thousand, but I'll, I'll we'll, see. we'll see. But you mentioned this, the significance of it, though. Like, did you? We talked about this a little bit at training camp. But did you have to rebuild your confidence at any point? Because obviously we've seen the skill set expansion and all that. But when you were going through the in and out of the lineup and not performing, at least shooting to your standards. Yeah, previously. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, rebuild uh, is a word. I don't, I don't know if that's that's the right one, but uh, but yeah, of sorts. I mean, definitely, you know, confidence um, for some people, myself in particular. Uh, you know, it's it's derived from you know preparation and being prepared for an opportunity and then ma- taking advantage of that opportunity. So, you know, I didn't necessarily uh, take advantage of all my opportunities, and you know, I. At times, uh, might let that get the best of me, but I definitely feel like I, I grew from that, and um, you know, I've learned learned from it as well. So I feel like I'm in a good spot right now, and just want to keep being aggressive and keep growing. Did you get yourself out of it, or was it others around you? Because some people, when they're going through it, they don't really want to hear I mean, from someone else because not in their shoes and can't sure, really understand. Yeah, yeah. It. No, I mean, 
uh, at the end of the day, like it's 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 got to be you who ultimately figures it out. You know, people people around you can offer support and encouragement, but they can only do so much. So um, at the end of the day, you know, it falls on my shoulders that I was in this situation and, and my shoulders to get it out of me. Was there a breakthrough moment? Is there one moment you look back to and like, okay, I, f- I feel like I'm on an upward trajectory again? Um, I don't know about a specific moment. I mean, playoffs last year uh-huh. definitely uh, was was important just to kind of like remind myself that, uh-huh. you know, I can still be uh, impactful and, uh-huh. uh, you know, make a difference for a team uh, in this league. Most players don't have second and third acts. I mean, you had a unusual path sure, yeah, to here anyway yeah, yeah. Um, but then to have a plateau and then to have this flourishing where people are talking about you as most improved player candidate do you hear that kind of stuff like, I mean plateaus are part of it man like you uh, look at um, there's a great book called The Path to Mastery mm-hmm. and it talks about uh, long plateaus mm-hmm. you know, being on that path being a big part of that path majority of that path you know oftentimes it's it's long plateaus followed by downward trends followed by moments that feel like so springboards and everyone kind of wonders how the heck they happened and the reality is it's it's kind of your habits and what you're doing during the plateau so um you know that's part of it that's that's kind of what it's always been my career's been full of that um so i'm not a stranger to it you know the goal is and there's gonna be another and the goal is to shorten them you know as they as they come around you know make them uh just brief moments in time and not extend you know, longer than they need to Two, two quick things all a little lighter Kevin takes credit for it is that fair yeah so he's sitting next to sure, yeah. you sitting next to you nah, Kev, Kev's the best he's, he's, he's a world class teammate um, world class guy friends um, as as real as it comes in terms of just encouraging and you know I'm thankful thankful for him for sure and the final thing are you familiar with the happy birthday Duncan Robinson trend on social media do you know what that is uh, I think it's it dates back to that Bucks game, right? Where it's my birthday. Yeah, yes. I play well. Yeah. Uh, is that still? Is it still? I knew it happened like throughout the playoffs. Everyone. Could Every time you have a big game, there is a social media like fire that is everybody's tweeting yeah, happy I mean, birthday, Duncan. Still, was, yes, still, still going on. It was going on the other night. Yeah. What's that make me now? Fifty years old or something? Like that. <laughs> I think a hundred. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's fun. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that I was still alive. I, I knew it was happening for a second there in the, in the playoffs. But. It has been interesting to see the fans have really come behind you <laughs> recently. Because I yeah. know it was not. I know there was a little yeah, bit of a yeah. period. You didn't yeah. feel that. Yeah. I mean, it's nice It's, it's nice to get support. Um, you know, I, I appreciate people that are in my corner. Uh, you know, you can try to compartmentalize it to a certain extent and uh, appreciate it. But understand that you know the tides tides turned quickly and i don't want to use the word fickle but it's it's just the nature of this this business you know so i appreciate it but try to uh tap meaning into the opinions that that i value you know not saying i don't value anyone's but but you know it's you got to compartmentalize to the service. I mean, you're the same person. You're virtually yeah, the same yeah, player. Yeah. But now, <laughs> what you've got yeah, from, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from being criticized to loved and like, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, it's professional sports. <laughs> so. I got you. I this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, 
How would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Tim a few minutes the other day about how he kind of restored his confidence in his own mind. I talked to Kevin about it, Bam, others. Is there anything you did with him? Did you need to no. say anything when he was going through it? No, I, I didn't. This was really Duncan's superpower. It's his fortitude. It really is a talent. Most people get discouraged, start making excuses, start coming up with everybody else to blame. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody to blame, except for maybe me. Uh, but that's just the way it goes sometimes in this league. A rotation, uh, sometimes uh, it doesn't go the way a player wants it to go. And then it's how you respond to that. And Duncan, one, kept himself ready, which most players don't do. Secondly, in the course of him staying ready, he went to work and got better. So he improved. And so by the time he got back into the rotation, 
he was a better player. Uh, and that's just an absolute um, credit to his grit, his fortitude. Um, and he's had this since he was in high school, since he was out of the rotation, did, did not play his first 10 games of his junior year in high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many kids at this point now would either transfer, quit, uh, or just become so discouraged uh, that they wouldn't be anywhere close to their best version, much less work to improve and, 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 and use that as an opportunity to get better during that time. So he, he's been working on all this stuff. None of this could happen overnight. Um, I think a lot of this happened after the Milwaukee series. The, the way they guarded him was so unique that that's somewhere like, all right, we've got to develop you off the, off the catch, um, excuse me, without the ball, mm -hmm. more back cuts, mm -hmm. more um, using the overreactions to the rim. Mm -hmm. And he became really good at that. And then every single day we did uh, ball handling that led to uh, um, extra dribble finishes. Mm -hmm. Never used it that year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he, he would use it at times in, in practice or games and everybody like, don't do that, just do what you do. And it's like, he's just working on it. Like, and so it's three years of, of working on things diligently and you never know when it's going to be needed uh, you know, for the team. Which Milwaukee series are you referencing? You're referencing? The one we, after the bubble when we lost, we got swept. The four game sweep. They okay, played so. him so, like, uh, so flagrantly in terms of like playing on the top side, mm -hmm. funneling him into mm -hmm. the three point line. It was, it was really dramatic how they defended him. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you can't just be a triple handoff guy because mm -hmm. they're not going to allow you to ever do that. But like you say, it doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes as you're going through things, it's going to look clunky while you're adding stuff to your game, right? And that's... For sure. And then a lot of players will get discouraged. Mm -hmm. uh, or if that's not the role that the team needs, at that time, they stop working on it. Mm -hmm. They kept on working on it. And then every year, it just get a little bit better. And everybody started to see it a lot more in, in practice. And it became a lot more normal. Right. Oh, that's what Duncan does. Right. Right. You know, and... Even what he's doing now is like he was doing a lot of this stuff in the playoffs mm -hmm. last year. So he was already starting to, to show it. It's just a lot more, you know, this year because he's getting more minutes. That, that's what he told me. He said it was basically last year during the playoffs where he started to feel comfortable using some of the stuff yeah. that he, he worked on. Final and thing. people were still using that old scouting report right. against him. So so do you think the scouting report is going to change significantly I now mean, the other way? Good nah, yeah, who maybe <laughs> asked me that. That would be funny. <laughs> Take away Duncan's drive. Okay. <laughs> but, I think but, that would be a win for us. I would think so. But, but you don't, we can't really find the example of a player that's been here who's done this and then kind of come back out as a totally different player. Like, I can't, in 25 years, can't think of, not totally different, but, but a, a yeah, marketedly I mean, the, different player. The, the, the two players that come to mind that, dramatically improved every year in our program are Duncan and Bam. Mm -hmm. Every single year. I've said that about Bam. Every single year, if you just looked at how he's played, he, he should be in consideration for most improved for four straight years. Mm -hmm. Four straight years. But nobody really sees the nuances of his improvement or how differently he's played from year to year. Mm -hmm. uh, 
his has been as dramatic as, as Duncan's, I think, but Duncan's has been remarkable um, in its own way. Confidence kind of waver over the past couple of years, and now it's like in full bloom <laughs> at this stage. When you encountered him last year, what did you encounter? Just from somebody who, I mean, come from nowhere, tears up the league with a whole bunch of three-pointers, and then was kind of in and out of the rotation. I mean, nothing had changed for me whether he was in or out of the rotation. I, I said, you know, my thing to him was, and I was, I think it was like very serendipitous that we ended up together next next on the, to each other on the plane. Um, I've been very fortunate with who I've sat next to uh, on the plane in my career. I named my daughter after uh, somebody who was like a, uh, you know, a mentor and a, a best friend to me and James Jones. Mm -hmm. So, um, and in a lot of ways in, in coming here and being in Cleveland, I always wanted to be like a, uh, you know, the vet that I never had in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, so looking at Duncan, I just, I, I just told him like, I think you're, you know, you're the best shooter in the world. You're the fastest oh, yeah. to 500, 670, now 900, whatever it is. And like, I didn't look at him any different, uh -huh. whether he was playing or not. I, I, I saw it, and I saw that there was an evolution to his game as well. Where now you're seeing him play in the pocket. He's playing in there. He's very tall, very mobile, uh, deceptively quick, deceptively athletic, and I have all the confidence in the world in him, and he knows it. You've been around players. I'm sure you did. This happened to you at times over the course of your career. Where Again, confidence wavers because you're not having the results that you're having before. What is the best way to approach someone like that? Is it, it, is it to pump the person up? Is it, like, how, how do you go about that? Like, Everybody's different. But my approach and the same thing is to leadership is always a consistency and a consistency and routine, consistency and approach. But for me, it's bringing a lot of levity to the situation, understanding somebody, getting to know somebody, what makes them tick. Uh, getting to know what life is like away from, from basketball. Um, and I think that's one thing that uh, I've continued to do with, I mean, the whole team, but, but Duncan just being next to him on the plane, really get to pick his brain about, you know, his life, uh, you know, it being so consumed with basketball and his identity as well, but also away from the court, finding out how, how you know, we as a collective group can get the best out of him. But I think we're seeing him, him thrive, first and foremost, because of the work that, that he's put in. But I think... This team, uh, this organization has full support of everything that he does. You were a top five pick. You were expected to be great at this level. He played at a college nobody comes out of. <laughs> he was undrafted. Um, we didn't even know who he was. When he, and Spo in his first year was like, this is going to be one of the best shooters in the league. We were like, okay, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. But for somebody like that, it, it's almost seemed like for players like that sometimes that they don't know, even if after they do belong, they don't know if they belong. That like the, if something goes wrong, it, it's not quite the same path. Have you sensed that? I think it can be a great, great thing, though. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always said it about the undrafted guys, and it might sound funny coming from me, but I've always said, like, I've related to Max and, and Gabe and H and Caleb and Doug, like those guys so much because when I came into the league, so many people focused on what I couldn't do rather than what I could do. So oh, he'll, at best, he'll just be a journeyman, and yeah, he's a top five pick, but he peaked in college, and... I'm like, you guys aren't focusing on the right things. And with Duncan, I kind of feel like that's the same. And I also feel like it's a gift. Like people, if they if they overlook you or you um, 
have that appropriate fear. You know, people talk about that. Like they have an, that appropriate fear that, you know, things can be taken away from you at any time, even if it's one bad game. Not to, like, cas- catastrophize things, but, you know, he's someone that I think uh, in all the right ways is very hard on himself. Um, and even when he wasn't playing when I got there last year, I saw the work that he was putting in. Um, so it was really... It's been admirable to, to, to watch him operate and watch him work and, and get to know him. That's a balance, though, right? When, to, to be, to be hard on yourself, but not too hard on yourself. Yeah. Right? I, I've certainly, I, you know, I speak from experience being my own worst criti- critic, and, you know, I've learned um, from giving to others as well, as well as back to myself, is like, you know, freaking out or, you know, taking things to the extremely negative or, you know, whatever you want to call that. Far, far, far more often than not, it's not going to work out in your favor. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're already consumed with negative messages everywhere that we look. And I think it's like you have to have six positive neg- messages to negate whatever that is. So, like, you have to really make a conscious effort to not, it's not always just be positive, but. You know, continuing to stack days and move, move it in the right direction. Um, so you're not, you know, I think being vulnerable is good, but not yeah. not putting yourself in a place where you know you're susceptible and vulnerable to uh, you know that negativity on a constant basis. Because I don't think you perform well with that. You mentioned levity. Final thing. Um, there's a thing on on social media. Happy birthday, Duncan Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's like vaguely aware of it. I, I talked about this the other day. It, it, I guess he had a big game against Milwaukee, and so on his birthday, so everyone was like, "Happy birthday!" Now every time he has a big game on social media, it's "Happy birthday, Duncan Robinson." But that levity, I mean, that's important, right? Because you guys can, I mean, it, it can be a grind, right? Well, and that's I'm glad you you just pushed me into what I'm about to say now is like that that grind and that um, monotony throughout the course of the season and it drags along I mean what we're at Christmas Day will be game 30 mm-hmm. so you know we still have 52 games plus and we have we have high level goals and like the other night it's like you celebrate the small wins but like oh. first and nine of the threes is, is all-time great shooters and that's what i was telling last year i'm like dude you, you could very well be the best shooter in the world uh-huh. every gym you step into okay uh-huh. the rim is crooked the backboard's fucked up like whatever it is the best shooter in the world and that needs to be it and on top of that i think here at least for me i did the same thing in cleveland i'm not saying it's all me i'm just saying like i think it's a good to break up the monotony and break up the, you know the little stuff is like celebrate the small wins throughout the season too you have to uh-huh. and you know for guys whether they're getting their first point or they get their you know first double double like O did or first to uh-huh. you know 900 threes I got my 15,000 point Kyle's gonna get a 16,000 like just stuff like that uh-huh. is all very meaningful to, in like celebrating others like you have to celebrate others' success I truly believe that that helps create a community throughout the whole organization and like when you want to fight for something bigger than yourself, I think that brings a lot of levity to it as well. And, and you know, you're chasing something that, that isn't just single. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
I mean, when you hear that, all that noise, because obviously you can't hide from me. You hear all that noise, you hear people talking down on it. I, I just always love to talk to people, bro. I really appreciate it. And obviously, I tell them to shoot the ball. Keep shooting the ball. I said, I don't care. Shoot the ball. You got to think. This man has been the fastest team. 600, 700, 800 threes. And in a slump. Like, I, like I have to really put that in perspective. Because I know Duncan wants to be the best that he can be. We go through slumps. We go through the runs. And that's, that's our job as teammates to really lift him up and keep encouraging him. Me man, <clears throat> I always tell people when he get when he get his when he get his game going again, y'all gonna see a different Duncan than y'all have. You know, I feel like Duncan is, should be a candidate, if not win most of the time. Good That's how I feel because I've seen him as well. I've seen him as well. You know, he yeah, had his down. I just love you making shots again. Back to his flow. I encourage him to keep going. I mean, you mentioned he's back to his form, but he is a different Duncan. Like, he's doing things. I mean, six assists tonight. I mean, the, the playmaking, all that. Yeah. And, you know, that speaks to just his work ethic. Him watching film, him getting his body right. Uh, you know, really locking in and honing in on player development. Like, you know, Duncan is in pre practice all the time. And then, you know, before pre-practice, he's getting up shots. Okay, go through it. pre-practice, we go through practice. He gets up shots after, and you know that's the work ethic that people don't see. You know that those those are the those are the days where you know you just look at it and it's like, damn, boy, you really work at your craft. And you know, for me, man, it, it's good to have teammates around like that because you know, as much as me being man in front, you know, I got guys behind the scenes who work. You know, just as hard as me. You know, we're in here. We're in the gym. We're trying to get better. We're trying to get better to make sure we win. And obviously, you don't want to let your brother down. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad.